0: Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday.
1: Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local, mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dork. She's Miss 305. She's Ashley Pickle.
0: Hi, friends.
1: Hello, Ashley Pickle. Are we just sticking with the webcam now?
0: Until I can get the studio cleaned up, (laughs) I'm not going to touch anything else.
1: (laughs) Still a mess. Today is Tuesday. Yes. Today is tuesday that's a public service announcement it is <laughs> today is tuesday january 17th 2023 310 days until thanksgiving happy birthday it's a loaded birthday slate oh but really? we will go with muhammad ali
0: oh nice today's
1: muhammad ali's birthday shout out um it was Mr. also ali. uh benjamin franklin's birthday Ooh, big stuff important. like that um i have this i have this Hold up. It was a shocking, shocking. Which is crazy. Uh, Michelle you, Obama's birthday. Oh, nice. Uh, Dwayne Wade's 41. Okay. Calvin Harris is uh, is, is 39, as well as um, uh, Tiesto.
0: Nice. Uh,
1: Lil John is 52. Okay. I'm telling you. Uh, Kid Rock is 52. I like it. Um, That's crazy, because
0: a, usually we're sitting no, here going, no. I don't know any of these TikTok stars. January 17th, big Harvey, celebrity. Harvey, Jim
1: Carrey, oh my Betty God. White.
0: Oh, R. I. P.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a big day to the real one. It's a big day. That is it, a god man. Anyway, episode fifteen twenty six. What 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 is nine months ago?
0: Uh, like April
1: seventeenth, I guess spring has sprung. A
0: big, big Easter.
1: Big no, go on. Finish thought. <laughs> no
0: no thoughts. I I like Easter. Period. 15, that is my thought. Go Jesus. 50,
1: <laughs> episode fifty. Go Jesus. <laughs> Episode fifteen <laughs> twenty six. Shout out it. to you, Lord.
0: <laughs> Get it trending.
1: <laughs> On today's show, folks, we got some headlines from across the state, including some uh, big time coaching maneuvers uh, in both the high school and college ranks. In the back half of the show, it's Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. And we are going to dive into something we're going to be rolling out over the next week, which is the Dave Campbell's Texas Football, tech, uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas High School Football um, Program Rankings. Six-year oh, yeah. program rankings where we are going to uh, take a look at the um, at how these programs all stack up over the last six seasons. Uh, we do this once a year. Uh, it is our comprehensive look at the strongest Texas high school football programs out there. So we will tell you uh, a little bit about what we're going to be rolling out over the next week on TexasFootball.com. So stay tuned for that. Do we have first fourth through the door?
0: We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Ed McElroy, Tony Blaylock, and Aaron Arbuckle coming in right at the last second.
1: Welcome in, fellas. Howdy, howdy, friends. Welcome, and we appreciate you spending a little bit of your day with us. Let's get to some headlines, Pickle, from across the state of Texas, shall we? Uh, We will start in the high school, or I'm sorry, the college football ranks, Mm -hmm. the college football ranks. Uh, as there are a variety of reports, this starts this starts with this, which is, last week, after the national championship game, it came out pretty quickly that Garrett Riley, the mm-hmm. offensive coordinator for TCU, was going to be leaving, and he he already had a job lined up, he was going to go be the new offensive coordinator at Clemson, that, you know... TCU, obviously a great year, but I also feel like there's no real doubt that Clemson is on that very, very, very short list of elite programs. TCU's mm-hmm. hoping to get there, but this does feel like a step up. He's certainly, I know for a fact, he's making more money mm-hmm. by going to, to Clemson.
0: And he's about to get to work with Cade Klubnick.
1: He's going to work with Cade Klubnick. There's a lot Which of rules. So, so Garrett Riley uh, is, is leaving his spot as offensive coordinator. And so, of course, now now this is a troubling time to be looking for an offensive coordinator because the coaching carousel is kind of slowed, if not done. Mm-hmm. And almost every hire has already been made. And so TCU is kind of last to the table. And a lot of these programs who have already been looking, who, who have needed offensive coordinators, have already hired offensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. So there is a variety of names being bandied about. But the name that has been kicked around the most, and has been, uh, w- there are reports out there that they have uh, that they are eyeing this guy, is Kendall Bryles to be the new offensive coordinator at TCU. Uh, Kendall Bryles, uh, of course, is the son of former Baylor coach Art Briles. Um, he is forty years old. If you're interested in that, um,
0: he's older than I thought he was.
1: Yeah, he is most recently the offensive coordinator. At um, at he was most recently the off coordinator at Arkansas, mm-hmm. where he was for uh 2020, 2021, and 2022. Um, he there is a, a great piece up on TexasFootball.com. I hope you will read uh, about the TCU fan reaction to these reports, which I think is best described as mixed. Mm-hmm. Um. Kendall Bryles obviously is a name out there as far as offensive coordinators are concerned. He was offensive coordinator there at, um, uh, uh, there at um, Florida State. He was there at Houston for a year. Um, From the X and O's perspective, he knows his stuff. I'll get to that here in a moment. Um, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'll get to that in a moment. We would be remiss if, if if we didn't bring up the first thing that should come up whenever the last name Bryles is brought up, which is the Baylor scandal, which is, uh, and his role in it. He was, um, pretty heavily implicated in the 2016 Baylor football scandal. Um, uh, some very unfortunate text messages came out, um, essentially, um, I won't go into it. But, yeah, let's not. Uh, but but he, he had a pretty clear and obvious role in the scandal that ended up ending Arp Riles' collegiate career, at least for now. hmm um, He bounced back relatively quickly as well, going to FAU um, after a year off um, where he was, uh, where Lane Kiffin, uh, he was Lane Kiffin's off the corner for a year. Uh But he, you know, he was implicated pretty heavily in the Baylor scandal of 2016. Um, That is rubbing a lot of TCU fans the wrong way. Also, the fact that, like, TCU doesn't like Baylor to begin with. And he kind of represents, he's kind of been this, um, the Bryles family. And the Bryles, you know, is is considered more or less taboo. Here's Here's what's concerning to me and, and, and uh, not concerning but strange to me and that is that I'm not sure that like Art Brile or uh, Art Briles Candle Briles is like so absolutely amazing that you can't pass up the opportunity to hire him yeah um and i think that's the thing that that i've i mean he, this this past year you know total offense yeah you know against fbs opponents they were uh they were 17th in the nation in, in total offense which is which is good right um i don't know i i i i, I mean it's comparable. he's a good offensive coordinator i do not i do not know my opinion this is greg tupper editorializing here I do not know that he is such a transcendent offensive mind that you can't possibly pass up the opportunity to hire him, considering all of the baggage that he would bring with him.
0: Yeah, I think that this is comparable in a in a very different scenario, but to, comparable in the conversation we were having about Bobby Petrino the yes. other day of, hey, look, you... You tend to overlook that side of things again. Two totally different scenarios in what similar, happened, in but um, in the same conversation of uh, Bobby Petrino is seen as this offensive wizard that mm-hmm. Jimbo felt like he couldn't pass up. I agree, mm-hmm. and I don't think that Briles, from a f- X's and O's perspective, is on that same level.
1: Right? Yeah. I just um, and and I think that there's a lot of consternation at the at, at the TCU side that. Um, that I think they really need to consider and mm-hmm. it, it will be interesting to see what happens. But that is the, the reports out there is that TCU is eyeing Kendall Bryle. to so our next offensive coordinator. He would be the, uh, he, he would uh, return to uh, the big 12 if that were the case. So keep an eye on that. Uh, elsewhere. As far as headlines are concerned, um, this reporting from our own Ashley pickle. <laughs> yeah. It's a pickle bomb. Um, this came down la- late last week mm-hmm. that sources are indicating to Dave Campbell's Texas football's Ashley Pickle yes. that the UIL is about to be in the market for a new athletic director as Dr. Susan Elza is reportedly on the verge of leaving to take a position on the staff at Nebraska mm-hmm. for Coach Matt Rule. Uh, Dr. Elza has been the... Uh, the um, athletic director since 2016, mm-hmm. i believe it was? Uh,
0: she was Until named in 15, 2015, but yes. i think she technically like kind of took the reins in 16. Yeah.
1: 2016. Um uh and you know, i i won't hide my feelings. i like Dr. Elza. We've had great conversations. Mm-hmm. Um she's somebody that that has been good to Dave Campbell's Texas football and and i think has been a a, a positive for um the the Texas high school football world. Mm-hmm. Um she was also the first woman to be the athletic director of the UIL, which I think is notable as well. Cool. Uh, she really commi- She commanded across the Texas high school football coaches world a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there were some questions as to whether or not uh, football coaches would embrace a female athletic director of the UIL. And I don't think there's any doubt that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that has to do not only with the coaches, who I think have been open-minded about it, but also the fact that she's obviously pretty good at her job. Yep, she's a great relationship with the Texas High School Coaches Association. She's a former athletic director mm-hmm. at Northwest ISD.
0: She's done a lot of stuff for sports, not football as yes, well. Yes, yes, as is well. That, that is worth it's, mentioning. That <laughs> we say, we focus on the football, football side, side, yeah, but for for there's all so sports across UIL,
1: she's done she's done a lot. Um, so. She is being eyed as the chief of staff at Nebraska. This is carbon copy. Mm -hmm. This is Xeroxed from what Matt Rule did at Baylor. Mm
0: -hmm. Which, again, had a lot of success.
1: When he arrived at Baylor, go, go listen back to the tape we did the day after he was hired. When he got hired, we said, all right, here's a Yankee mm-hmm. who all of a sudden wants to recruit in Texas. He's got to go and he's got to find some, some, some people who are going to vouch for him. And so he went out and he hired Joey McGuire
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he hired David Wetzel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay? Joey McGuire, the head coach of Cedar Hill, David Wetzel, the head coach of San Antonio Reagan, as well as the president of the Texas High School Coaches Association
0: mm-hmm.
1: at the time. Matt Rule now, after uh, a stint at the Carolina Panthers, now back in the college ranks, wants to continue recruiting in Texas, so he hires Bob Wager, longtime successful, respected DFW area head coach.
0: Mm-hmm. Eighteen years he spent at Arlington Martin. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm.
1: Very Joey McGuire. That's the DFW guy. Then who's going to be the wetzel who's going to be the statewide guy mm-hmm. who's going to be the state the, the person who has the appeal of all who represents all of the texas high school football coaches mm-hmm. well it's not a he instead it's dr elza who is a statewide figure and a well respected figure in texas high school football circles across the state of texas this is carbon copy Mm-hmm. From what he did at Baylor, I mean, and if it ain't broke, don't
0: fix yeah. it. <laughs> if it worked the first time as well as it did, there's no reason to change it up now.
1: They also hired. He also hired Garrett McGuire, who mm-hmm. played for him at Baylor. Yep. uh Joy McGuire's son to be the wide receiver coach. coach. Anyway, that has not come down officially, but sources are indicating to our own Ashley Pickle that Dr. Elza will be leaving the UIL uh, to become the Electra or rather, to become the that'll be the news um, to <laughs> the become chief the staff. chief of staff for uh, for. Nebraska. Nebraska at an under Matt Rule. So, certainly interesting there. Uh, this came down last week. Uh, we, we need to give our flowers to Ray Biles. Yeah. Ray Biles, the long-time, long, 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 long time head coach at Lorena, mm-hmm. has announced his retirement. But
0: 32 years? 31
1: years. 31. All as the head coach at Lorena. Yeah. 31 years at Lorena. He is one of only, this was in the story that we wrote on TexasFootball.com, He is on a very short list. Um, He's on a very, very, very short list of coaches uh, who have coached for more than... He's one of 23 coaches in Texas high school football history to coach 30 or more years in a single season or a single school, right? He ranks 84th all-time in Texas high school football wins um, with 207. He's taking over in 1992. Um... And and certainly Ray Biles is again one of the most respected and one of the most beloved figures in Central Texas high school football. He is like the dean of mm-hmm. coaches in Central Texas. That's what they call him. I've said this before that when they played in the state championship game back in 2021, I went up to um, I went up to the, uh, uh, a suite that one of the coaches I don't remember who was paying for it, uh, one of the suite, but it was all Central Texas coaches mm-hmm. and. Uh, so Lorena was playing Brock, and I swear if you had mentioned one positive thing about Brock, you might have been thrown over the <laughs> rail. That was unabashedly a pro-Lorena, pro-Ray Biles, simply because of Coach Biles. Right. That everyone was pulling for him to finally get that state championship. He did, of course, in 2021, uh, got that state championship. And I feel like that is going to be the headline on his on his career. Is like, oh, 2021 state champion. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bigger story to be told there of... A mutual appreciation for one another between a coach and a community. Yep. There were times where it wasn't always Sunshine and Daffodils for Ray Biles at Lorena. There were some rough stretches. But and there may have been times, Matt Step mentioned this on our recent episode of Tepp and stuff. There may have been other school boards that might have said, you know what, you've been here for fifteen years this time. Yeah, it's timing. And Lorena ISD stuck with him. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, you know for a fact that Ray Biles' phone rang Mm -hmm. for other positions. And he said, no, I've made a home here. I want to be at Lorena. Mm -hmm. And I think that he is, he and Lorena as a whole are a testament to a long, fruitful relationship that keeps building brick by brick. And... What you saw over the twilight of his career there, where he continued to turn them into a perennial power, eventually ending in a state championship, I think is a testament to both of their commitment to one another. Mm -hmm. And it's both ways. And I think that 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 is a Texas high school football success story. At Lorena, and we certainly wish Coach Biles the best. Who's, who's just one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, you the next no kidding. the next bad thing you hear about Lorena about about Ray Biles will we'll be, be the, the first. first. He's 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 good people. So anyway, that's uh, we we wish him the very best in retirement. Speaking of retirement, this came down just recently. We don't have lower third for this, but it came down this morning uh, that Bridgeland mm-hmm. head coach David Rathfield is is retiring. Yeah. He announced his retirement. He uh, of course led Cy Falls to a state championship back in two thousand and six. Um, Coached there for seven years, went off to A and consolidated for six years before returning to Cypress I S D to launch the Bridgeland program. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Obviously
0: he, uh, had success, very there.
1: successful in, in in their kind of nascent stages and things like that. And so, but uh, we wish David Raffield the very best. He, he, he's retiring after 19 years as the head coach there, Bridgeland A and Consolidated. Another
0: and really RISD. good guy, man. Good I dude. <laughs> the, the my favorite thing about Raffield was he was not scared to give anybody a hard time, but that's how you knew that he liked you. <laughs> yeah, if absolutely. he was making jokes at you, then you were you were on it <laughs>
1: yes um, and then finally uh, I want to I want to bring this up There's another from the from the coaching ranks and that is that Texas Tech uh, may be on the verge of hiring in fact they are hiring uh, a new wide receivers coach uh, Joey McGuire is going to hire Baylor assistant Justin Johnson to be their next uh, wide receivers coach and assistant head coach uh, Emmett Jones mm-hmm. was their wide receivers coach and a passing game coordinator uh, or rather, he, he he left to go take the the same job, essentially, at Oklahoma. Um, this is first reported by our friends at Football Scoop. Uh, Johnson is a guy who was uh, a star at, at Houston before he got in the coaching world. Uh, he was an assistant at Baylor and now is going to be the wide receivers coach and assistant head coach there at Baylor. Uh, at Texas Tech, so they have hired their new wide receiver coach. It's going to be Justin Johnson. Obviously worked together with Joey McGuire during his time there at Baylor. So there you have it. There's some headlines from across the state of Texas. We've got you covered at TexasFootball.com. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com Talking Football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage. High school football, college football, and recruiting all across the lone star state. Now a word from our friends at VCR now
0: 855 Go VCR Now. Again, that's info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855 Go
1: VCR Now. All right, Pickle. Um, I know it feels like Monday. It does. But today is actually Tuesday. And on that show, on, on that day, we celebrate Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday.
0: Math Tuesday,
1: Math Tuesday, here on Texas Football today, where we take a look at some of the numbers that define uh, the sport across the state of Texas. And today, we're starting to roll out something that we do every year: mm-hmm. is the Dave Campbell's Texas Football, high, Texas High School Football Program Rankings, uh, wherein you know, here's the basic gist of it. One of the great debates. In Texas high school football, is what are the best programs in Texas high school football, mm-hmm. and we and that's not on a year by year basis. We seek to answer that question, and the way that we do that is by coming out with our six year Texas high school football program rankings. Um, the way that this works, first of all, you may be asking yourself, why six? The, the 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 idea is to measure all UIL programs against one another over the course of the last six seasons and perhaps you're asking yourself hey tepper ding dong why would you do six seasons mm-hmm. let's go ahead and throw the first graphic and i think that that's a fair question but my thought is this and this was the, the kind of driving thought behind it six seasons i think provides a steady measure of a program over time mm-hmm. okay it's one and a half graduation cycles, which means that even if you have one single transcendent class, mm-hmm. it's going to cycle out and you're only going to get at most two-thirds of it. Yes. Right? To me, good programs have a great teams one or two years, but great programs have great teams across a larger swath of time. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this year's rankings, the 2023 Dave Campbell's Texas football program rankings... Are based on the 2017 through 2022 seasons. That's those are. That's what these are, are intended uh, to measure. So, how are these judged? We have five criteria that we put together on here, and I think you'll understand the five. The number of games you won, specifically, how many games of the possible maximum did you win so for 11 man teams they play 16 games a year the maximum number of games they can win is 96 mm-hmm. 96 and 0 would be a perfect be a perfect run um for t- for 6 man teams they can only win 90 because they have one fewer round of the playoffs because only two teams from each district make the playoffs super bowl so, week <laughs> exactly so how many games did you win over that sp- span compared to the maximum right Winning percentage, this is pretty simple. How many games, of the games you played, how many did you win, right? Ten win seasons. Of, the, of these six seasons, how many did you win ten games? Because to me, I think a double-digit win season is a real milestone. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that we look at and say, that is a big, if you had a ten win season, there's very few teams that win ten games in a season that go, ah, man. That stinks.
0: Yeah, even, the, even teams that have the dreaded 10-1, and one, yes. where they win all of their regular season games and then lose in the by district round, right. that stinks, but ultimately, it's likely that they had, a, obviously, a really good season. Great.
1: Last two are pretty easy to explain. How many state championships did you win? And how many title game appearances did you make? Plain and simple. That's right. Now, I do want to mention this. We have made some small adjustments to the formula this year. Okay. We altered the formula slightly this year for the program rankings. We are reweighting some of the criteria. We're putting more of an emphasis on winning percentage and state championships and fewer on 10 win seasons. The reason is that what I started realizing was in looking at this nu- these numbers, we were. The idea is how consistent have you been over these six years? In mm-hmm. a 10-win season, there are programs, especially when you get to the bottom part of the rankings, where a 10-win season was really putting teams over the top that they shouldn't have. So here's a perfect example that I came up with. five In what would have been the previous formula, 507 through 509, 4th Arlington Heights, Poteet, and Rusk. 4th Arlington Heights went 29-32. Poteet went 30-35. and 35. Rusk went thirty seven and thirty two but the difference is fourth Arlington Heights and Poteet had a ten win season, and Rusk didn't and so as a result, those two teams ranked ahead of the uh, of Rusk whereas and and so I started looking at them I'm like, okay well. Honestly, which of these teams has been more consistent over the over the course of these six? Yeah,
0: because twenty nine and thirty two does not. That's not a winning record.
1: I would just say that I look at Rusk mm-hmm. and say that they were a little bit more. So we reweighted the formula a little bit, and as a result, now we would go. They'd still be pretty close, mm-hmm. but all of them would actually drop a little bit because of because there are teams with better uh, better winning percentages and but. Rusk would be first of those three. Arlington Heights would be second. Petit would be third.
0: Which makes sense when you look at the percentage of what they were winning. Right.
1: I think that jives a little bit more with what we're hoping to accomplish. So, again, this is very slight, and you're not going to notice a ton of differences, mm-hmm. but it's going uh, it's, it's to be a little bit noticeable. in in. in so, um, also, for what it's worth, whenever these come out, we have, like, how much did these move over the course of uh, one year? Mm-hmm. We, re, we, we recalculated the 2022 program rankings based on that data so that those will still stand up. Those are, they're dealing with the same formula, 2022 versus 2023, whenever you're, you're looking at <laughs> those. So we get, we hear this all the time whenever we put this out. Like people can't believe, well, why is that team above that one? Why, why did this team move up? Why did this team move down? Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example. If you want to know how you move up, you replace a bad season with a good one. So the 2016 season is cycling off. Mm-hmm. The 2022 season is cycling on. Mm-hmm. Galveston Ball is a perfect example of how to move up. Your beloved Galveston Ball in 2016, they're losing a 3 and 7 season. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're replacing it with a 10 and 1 season, which gets you not only a 10 and 1 record, but also you also get that That 10-win season bonus. So as a result, they're making a big leap from 913th all the way up to 544th. Pretty big doings there for Galveston Paul. On the flip side, if you're wondering how you move down, you do the reverse. Mm -hmm. You replace a good season with a bad season. And the biggest example of this is Ira Ann. Ira Ann last year ranked 273rd in our program rankings. Mm -hmm. And a big reason why was their 2016 season. 15 and 1 state finalist, making it to a title game. They, they like they get they get everything there. Yes. 15 and 1 which is a great record, a state championship appearance a and a 10-win season, season yep. all that. All that gets cycled off and gets replaced with a 4 and 6 season. That is how you drop from 273rd to 718th in one season. So Right now on TexasFootball.com, you can see the, what essentially there's, so, so one other thing that I should note, is not every UIL program is going to be here. Mm-hmm. There are programs that you have to have played six varsity seasons to be on here. So, for example, Alvin Shadow Creek, believe it or not, still not on uh, here. Yeah, that's crazy. They've only played five seasons. This upcoming season will be their sixth varsity season, Right.
0: Which, with two state championship appearances, well, one winning and then one playing in it, they'll so, be high in the rankings when they finally get in so there. So there are three
1: teams that would be in the top 250 that are ineligible. Shadow Creek, mm-hmm. San Antonio Harlan, yeah, and Bridgeland. All three of them would be in the top 250, 250 rather, but they are ineligible because you have to play six varsity seasons to be eligible. Okay, so so in the end, we have 1,204 teams that are eligible to be ranked, and we have the first, the bottom 704 up on texasfootball.com right now, <laughs> 501 through 1,204. If you want to go see where those teams rank, we're going to be rolling them out. Tomorrow, we're going to have the 400s. Mm-hmm. The day after that, we're going to have the 300s, the 200s. And then on Monday, we will have the 100, so 101 through 200. And then here on Math Tuesday next week, Math Tuesday, we'll unveil the top 100, including the top 20 in our Texas high school football program rankings. So there you have it. That's a look inside our Texas high school football program rankings. We've adjusted the formula very, very slightly. You probably won't even notice it, but mm-hmm. I want to be make sure we're honest we about it. We told you. And so you, you might see that. So. Uh, Go check that out. Texasfootball.com. You can find our Dave Campbell, our 2023 Texas high school football program rankings. What are the best Texas high school football program or high school football programs in Texas? We'll tell you. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle from America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts.
0: Um, I want to direct everyone to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Dave Cam- Campbell's TF, as in Texas football, but TF. Uh, Matt Stepp was down at the Coastal Bend Clinic mm-hmm. um, at the end of last week, and he got quite a few different uh, interviews with head coaches. So if you were missing football already and would like a little bit of coach speak in your life, then go to our
1: YouTube page. We might even play a couple on the show here coming up here over the next couple days yeah so who's to say but anyway go check out it's our it's clinic page. season uh, that's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at DC.
0: oh go cowboys by the way that's my actual final thought
1: oh yeah oh can I tell you a story yeah so um at some point sunday watching football mhm watching football we'll have more about that on dumb thursday where I got that <laughs> watching football and i mentioned to my wife my wife that hey you know the cowboys are playing on monday mm-hmm. i'm not a cowboys fan my wife's not a cowboys fan but you know i have a lot of friends who are cowboys fans she's like oh that's nice. me and hank goes what are the cowboys And i tell him like oh the dallas cowboys and he mm-hmm. goes the dallas cowboys we live in dallas Yeah, we do. Like we have a football. Like Dallas has a football team. It's it's the Dallas Cowboys. Oh yes. He thought that was the coolest thing. Yes. Oh, bless you. (laughs) He he thought that was the coolest thing. And so I was like, I was like, well, they play on Monday. He goes, I want to watch the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. And I go, welcome to the sickness. Awesome. Fantastic. We're gonna be watching it. So sure, you can stay up a little bit. Seven fifteen kick. Yeah. Usually we start trying to get him to bed about seven thirty around then start the the bedtime process, which is a whole process. So he's really excited all day Going to watch the Dallas Cowboys Going to watch the Dallas Cowboys Very excited Game comes on Watch kickoff And they come out I was like Alright they're the blue team You know they're, they're the team The blue and the, and the silver They got the star on the helmet He's like cool They come out first
0: Blue's try. an easy color to like First drive,
1: they go three and out right? Yeah They punt it away We explain you know What the punt is Gotta get the ball back And stuff mm-hmm. like that And outrun The Buccaneers
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna root for the red team
0: Oh, Hank, my, my guy, no. Red's, red's
1: my favorite color. I'm going to root for the red team.
0: Yeah, I me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. you know what?
1: I got to be honest. I turned to him and I said, I think that's a healthy choice.
0: It is a healthy choice. It's a healthy choice. I was not in a good spot <laughs> um, for for a lot last night. Um, Yeah. He, I was nervous so he the was, whole time. He
1: was literally, I mean, because what? They went three and out in like 15 seconds. hmm so like 15 seconds into the game he's like nah, I like the red team yeah oh, you know what there. fair oh, of course like you know he's doing it based because red's his favorite color yeah So
0: well tell him he was rooting for the losing team because go boys
1: that's right I woke up and found that out
0: yeah we did boys we,
1: we watched we watched the first like two drives then Hank went to bed and then we watched the did crown.
0: you see that Maher missed four extra I points I heard about
1: it um, I heard about it we watched the crown instead so yeah. which is good They cast Princess Diana really well. And, and, McNulty from The Wire is Prince Charles. And it's freaking (laughs) me out. (laughs) 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 He's British. Yeah. And he was doing a Baltimore accent for the Anyway, it's a whole thing. Yeah. That's going to do it for us. Thanks it's always for a weird day with us. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.